0: Welcome to Crashing Game Night. My name is Matt Diorio. Tonight, I am joined by Gerard Barrera.
1: Hello, my nerds. Hello. That was a very nice serenade there. Thank you. I wanted to give them a nice little serenade, because today is a good day. (laughs) I may have got a little bit from that.
0: (laughs) And uh, we are also joined by a little baby face up there, Theo Walski.
2: Yeah, baby face. I love being the youngest person even though I'm old
0: (laughs) (laughs) and then we got old man Grizzly Adams over here cousin it Jason Balladio.
2: oh I oh I want to see Jason's lawn I totally want to see Jason's lawn that would be amazing how are
3: you guys doing how are you Fortnite people doing are you guys done with uh, with rolling each other yet you guys tired yet Never never. Never. So, never, never,
2: tired. Never.
0: never. It's been hey, a week, you know. So it's, it's a lot Jason, of, of
2: rickrolling. That was
0: right. our. I did that as our first official TikTok for the podcast, <laughs> where you are quoted as saying, "Teabagging is out, rickrolling is he in." Is
3: <laughs> Done. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back to the rickroll era. You <laughs> right. Just I
1: if you if you did go blonde. That'd be quite awesome. Don't no. Stop are like no joke. Wear a red headband and carry a staff with you. You are the uh the that monkey god. <laughs> what is <laughs> 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 from that one movie?
2: What movie? <laughs> Jackie Chan and Ken Lee movie. Oh, uh, oh my oh. god! Oh, what is like that movie? The Monkey
1: King, King, you know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, so yeah. oh. booyah, dog. Uh, dude. We just figured out your next Halloween costume. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that is awesome. Dude, you got the beard. You got the hair. Oh, yeah, bro. You look sick. <laughs> oh, Sorry. Wow. That was, that was oh, no players are okay. still uh,
3: <laughs> not tired of it. yet. Yeah. Uh, no one's so, too No one's too
0: Right. So to, to everybody, as I kind of mentioned, uh, Crashing King right now is on TikTok. Um, we'll slowly get it built up and do some crazy shenanigan videos and stuff like that. I mean, for crying out loud, we've got Gerard over here that can pretty much just do it all himself. Hey, I mean, he's I, a walking I'm gonna, TikTok.
2: I'm going to put it out there right now. If we can get, uh, let's say, 100 followers on TikTok before E3, we will learn the Renegade and do it at E3. Uh-huh.
0: Wait, wait, what are you volunteering us for? We're
2: well, learn the renegade dance. The renegade dance? <laughs> the renegade yes, look dance. it up. Look it up. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. it's, super, it, it's, super, it's super easy. Like, every TikTok dance is super easy because you don't move your feet. <laughs> everything else is just <laughs> stationary. <staying Dude, there.
0: laughs> all the ones I keep seeing are all, the, like, the shuffle ones and everything. It's like... it's. Everything. Oh, my God, I've seen this.
3: I was (laughs) as We're good. I
2: wasn't necessarily serious
3: looking up right now.
0: I'm (laughs) telling you. I am. I remember this. this. I remember this. Jason, (laughs) you talk about the the flossing, but the next video that's going up on our TikTok is Jerry's apology to Square Enix. Uh, Yeah. Shut. Let's not forget. Spider Man 3 dance. That's the Renegade? Yeah. Okay. We're going (laughs) to learn it. We're going to learn it. All right, I, I think we could maybe accomplish that. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I decided you know we're gonna go ahead and start putting up some of our uh, outtakes and clips and some of the stuff from our video up on our TikTok, and uh, you know we're gonna start actually uh, posting the actual videos directly to our YouTube channel as well. Um, especially when we have guests, as as long as their publicists and media relations allow it. <laughs> We will put up our, our videos of the uh, when we have guests on. So yeah, we are we're moving a little bit into the social age. We have TikTok.
2: Yeah, yeah. So we're keeping hip with and, the youngins. And
0: Mo yeah. we, and Mo, if you're listening to this podcast, yes, we did follow you. You better follow us back as a friend of the podcast. Just saying. Yeah, bro. Mo's are actually you know what? Um, Mo chocolate is his videos are actually entertaining. They're pretty funny. So he's a funny uh, guy. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Um, he's a funny guy. And he would like to come back on the podcast again. So we'll, uh, we'll see what we can do about maybe getting him back on and whatnot. So let's get on with the, the news. Shall we? Totes, but goats. It wasn't a huge news week wise. I mean, for tons of news, but, um, the first, though, is the saddening news is that a uh, famed producer from Konami, uh, Kazuhisha Hasimoto, who is the the one that gave us the Contra code, the Konami code, passed away this this week. Um, that code is ingrained into everyone who played Contra in the Nintendo era. Not
3: even contra, but I mean, like a, a lot of games outside of contra <laughs> and too, use
0: code. And it was referenced in Wreck It Ralph. Yep. Yeah, and that's right. Andy used it as a safe code. Yeah. Up up down down left right left right B A start. <laughs> yeah.
3: You know, it's so one cool. of those things where you're just like, man, it's so retro, old school that like everyone knew knew. And it's going to be one of those things where, like, like to put another example, the Tataka song, like, once if he bat, like, I mean, like, you know, I don't wish ill, but if he uh, passes away as well, you know, it's just going to be a memorial of hearing that mm-hmm. Tataka song all over
0: uh, a lot of Nintendo games, hopefully. Yeah. So it is definitely, you know, sad to hear of his passing. Um, <clears throat>
2: although,
0: really isn't in the game industry much right now. Which is sad to say, outside of um, FES, Full Evolution Soccer, you know. Um, Oh, well, don't forget uh, Metal Gear Survive.
1: Is that still a thing? (laughs) Kind of. (laughs) I mean, it's still got an online presence, so I guess. Okay, Metal Gear Survive. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> you know sorry, sorry no no no, shame. no shame, shade no shade but kind of shade
0: i mean they've kind of gone back to just doing what they do which is like what is it the plinko machines or whatever it is over in japan and their little casinos their little uh mm-hmm.
3: pachingo, Pachino, pachinko sir.
0: thank you pachinko it's i stand correct yeah.
3: if you ever play a pachinko
0: it's it's it's, i dude yeah.
1: i played for like an hour almost two hours I didn't know what I was doing, but I just know I was collecting little balls and yeah. kept
3: using them to try and win Well, you got to do, right? Yeah.
1: Jay, Jay collects all the balls. Yeah. Okay. I walked into that one. Thank you. He, you he, 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 well, he does here. need them.
2: <laughs>
1: oh, oh, oh here, here it comes. <laughs> here it comes. Okay. That was pretty good. All right. Quick. That was quick on the draw. You're welcome. Quick, <laughs> quick draw.
2: Oh. Oh. oh, the shenanigans. I might so, be quick, but you're quicker than me. <laughs>
0: Is being quick something you really want to be proud of, though? Sure. <laughs> long as long as you get the job done, baby. <laughs>
3: so he All right. Screams out, I
0: win every time. Uh, I win. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Thank you. Let's talk, let's talk some Square Enix, right? All right. So, yeah. a lot yeah, of people, Square Enix. A lot, you know, Jason and I love Square Enix. Um, hey, Jason, hey. You know, I
1: love, uh, like a I love Square Enix too.
0: Do you, though? Do I, you? I
1: do. I love the company. I love the company so much well, to just, tell them their faults and be, you know, I, I was upset. But, but at least you, you apologize. Know, they said they would do. And I apologize. You yeah, apologize. I apologize. I'm I, I would never stop being a fan. Yep. Um. Or they spent enough money on their damn games anyway. Right. I just put uh, yeah. I just put a down payment on the two hundred dollar Avengers game.
2: A down you're going, payment. You're going. You went ooh. with the two hundred dollar version. Wow. I want that statue of Cap. You and your statues, man. <laughs> damn. Statue. Well, okay. I what? Not but gonna lie. Is, that is pending, I, went,
0: though. I went digital and physical for FF7. Uh,
2: okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, get that. I can see that. I get
1: that. Um, Just, yeah, to be safe. I want the soundtrack. But I want that the is theme. pending. I, I will cancel that pre-order if I do get the pre-order for Cyberpunk. The collectors for Cyberpunk.
2: I mean, you got like what? Cyberpunk is what? June this year or something? You got plenty of time. No, yeah. it got uh, no, it got pushed back to August. Oh yeah, August. So yeah, but, you got but plenty. I of I think,
1: but I think they'll re up the your chances
0: to uh, put money down for the pre orders for the collectors. Oh, I see what he's talking about. Yeah,
1: because it's sold out, so, right? now.
0: Uh, yep. So let's talk about Square Enix. So, um, so during an investor Q and A meeting, um, President uh, Yosuke Matsuda basically t- 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 was asked about backwards compatibility and <clears throat> next gen exclusivity. So he said that they will not release any next-gen exclusives for some time and that all games currently in development will be available on current and next-gen consoles. Which so really whether that's gonna, next-gen. Whether that's going to take part in like the, the backwards compatibility that we know that PS5 is going to have with PS4 and we know that um, the Xbox Series X is going to be backwards compatible. So they just may be putting it out for the current-gen and then you just be able to play it. But I, I like the fact that they're not going to move strictly into the the new generation quickly. They're going to basically finish out their productions, get them done for the consoles they're being built for, and and then they'll move into the next generation. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So which is, which I, is standard. I mean, that's what they did with the PS4. So
0: mm-hmm. here's my question: Is When he says that they're currently in development, would that include the other two episodes of Final Fantasy VII Remake? Oh. Well, you would think. You would
1: think. We would hope. And God only knows if they are actually
0: doing that. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, because the way you got to look at it, and that would (laughs) extend out the PS4's life cycle by another figure if they're already working on the next episode so they'll give you an extra two years there maybe three so it may extend the ps4 out another four to six years
3: Ooh, that's that seems long. maybe long i think i think they're gonna I, I, they're I, probably gonna do like two or the middle is gonna be the like the, the bridge the, the bridge uh, and then I think. the last one will be yeah, exclusive. Like, they said it's not going to be for a while. Doesn't yeah. mean that it's like, you know, everyone. You? Everyone needs to move into the next gen, you know. And oh, absolutely. If it's, ha- if it's having backwards compatibility, you know, like you can play the episode w- or uh, episode one, yeah, like on the PS5, you know, and the PS5 yeah. will probably have that middle. <sighs> episode two as the bridge like hey everybody can't get it right now but you know we'll have it on ps4 too so then if you get three then you're like not you're not screwed over mm-hmm, and but, like oh I, have two. Enix, yep. I, I think they're the
1: type of company that would make a decision like i think physically it's it would be exclusive for ps5 but if you wanted to be able to play it backwards um i think they would give the opportunity for digital of course, I mm-hmm. think they would try and save the money in in instead of doing two different physical discs for two different consoles. Well, I think we'll the way that they're that headed, theory.
0: We'll talk about the theory a little bit later in the podcast, Jerry, well, when we I talk ju- about but the I Xbox just think, Series X.
1: Okay, I, but in, I think it's going to be it's different because because of this situation. Yeah, That's specifically Square Enix is in because i don't think it's going to extend the life of the ps4
3: yeah well because i like for from example uh when they stopped doing the ps3 for final fantasy 14 they if you got the new game they pretty much gave you like the free upgrade kind of um yep. they're really really with the fans and just want to say hey you know what you already pre pre-purchased this or you already bought mm-hmm. this before you can pretty much upgrade for free you know yeah uh, because you're you already bought it. Like, we don't want you to stop playing.
0: Well, yeah. and that's, a, and like I said, is like, there's some stuff that's coming for the Series X that we're going to talk about um, that's going to go along those lines that Jason uh, was talking about in terms of upgrades. So, um, and now speaking of Square Enix, they are one of the vendors that are still going to PAX this weekend, um, albeit it's only their FF7 team, it's not the FF14 team that was originally planned. Um, There was a big FF14 thing that was supposed to be done with the developers of the game were going to be there um, for like Q&A sessions, autograph sessions, that sort of thing. So Square decided to pull that team out of PAX along with Capcom didn't send over their Monster Hunter team. Uh, Sony pulled out completely. Man,
1: it, feel, it's, it just sounds like it's um, going to be so bare.
0: Yeah, because Sony was supposed to have a, a little – a decent footprint on the floor, and that's going to be now empty.
1: But really, like, with all the companies that are just – that are pulling out, just seems like that show floor is going to be looking really bare. Uh-huh. It sucks. It sucks for all the people that bought the tickets. I, I feel bad for them. That,
2: yeah. It's unfortunate. I mean, the guys at PAX, like, run a really good show, I'm sure they'll – make up for it in some sort of fashion.
1: Yeah, it just sucks that this, you know, this is the situation that they're in, they're dealing with, you know, it's something that's not in their control. Um, Right. It's just unfortunate. It sucks for everyone.
0: Yeah, it does. Um, It it sucks more for the folks at GDC, um, which that list is starting to become long and distinguished on who's pulling out of GDC, which is in a couple of weeks. So, PlayStation pulled out. Kojima Productions pulled out. Microsoft said they're not going to have any presence at the show floor. They're just going to do their own separate event, which they'll do live streams of everything that they were supposed to do at GDC. Will be, um, you know, live stream there. Um, Epic, Facebook slash Oculus, EA, and Unity all pulled out of GDC. Top that off with the fact that any. Any vendor that is from china which made it which was 10 of the 500 that were supposed to be there um they're not allowed to be there as well because of travel restrictions right um so we'll we'll see what happens with gdc a lot of people are thinking gdc may get called off um, because of all the big companies pulling out that being said gdc is still saying everything's going as planned right now so we'll we'll definitely see what happens here in a couple weeks no. We'll, we'll see because it's it's it, there are
3: like major companies that are pulling out which take up a lot of show floor but again we have a lot of the indie companies or a lot of the smaller companies where this is what they need in order to like put their game out or put their products out um i don't i don't think that it should be canceled uh if if it's some like massive outbreak uh, outbreak uh-huh. Of the coronavirus that happens like right next door to them, then maybe yeah. But other than that, I just I don't think that they should be canceling just because oh like the major companies are out, but we still need all those indie games. We still need all those small the small mom and pops that are pretty much the ones that are gonna be the ones that sell mm-hmm. these major companies. You
0: know. Well, yeah, absolutely. Um, I just think it just depends on how many people continue to pull out. Of um, GDC, because um, eventually, if you get down to where you know half your floor is going to be gone, right?
1: You know, that's that's an extra level. That's a new level type of situation. That like that's that's why I was. Uh, my prediction is that it's. I think they may postpone it or close it down, just because of you so know you the sh- sheer panic. Yeah. I mean, it's, it just it so just sucks. It's out of your Out of their control. So, so. yeah.
0: So we'll see what happens. So <clears throat> speaking of PlayStation, the PlayStation Plus games for March got announced. Oh, really. So we are going to be getting Shadow of the Colossus and Sonic Forces. Yeah. Which Sonic's uh, movie came out. So to Jason's point, I think it's Sega going to both PlayStation and to Xbox because Sonic Generations is part of the Games with Gold and saying, "Hey, let's get these as part of the your guys' well, programs. Well,
1: they also can't discriminate because they don't have a console. They bar- they're they barely making games. Yeah, I, I, like, they can They It would be stupid if they went exclusive. Yeah. And
3: well, not, I not feel imagine. that they're kind I'm, of exclusive, though, with Nintendo. Like, a lot of, of. the Mario Sonic games, yeah. like, a lot of the Sonic pushing from Nintendo. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know you're trying to dip your foot in the, the hot tub pool,
0: but uh, you know it's. I you know what, I think what they need to do is get in that hot tub time machine, go back in time, and fix the launch for the Dreamcast and do it right. Because then we may have I a mean, different even. Different I Sega. mean,
1: even then, I mean that you know what else did they come up with after that? Then the Genesis. Well, so so like the Dream, still, It's you the know Dreamcast, Dreamcast is amazing. amazing. It, it really was. System. It was ahead of its time, but and I think it, that's the only console that was really ahead of its time.
0: They didn't let anybody know it was coming <clears throat> until their press briefing at E3, and they said, hey, by the way, this is in stores today. By the way, that's every insane. member of the media is going home with one. You that's know, insane, yeah. It was, And nobody knew anything about it, what it was capable of, the specs, <laughs> until the day of launch. terrible, terrible idea. Whoever was part of that PR team should have been fired.
1: (laughs) Single-handedly brought down Sega.
0: Because Sega went from a hardware manufacturer that was going toe-to-toe with Nintendo to being on the outs, almost bankrupt, having to go third-party software essentially for all these consoles, which in the end was a good move for them. You know, you get more people playing your games, Um, and the only relevance is they got the Sega Genesis Mini that came out before Christmas, and that's quickly been price dropped, much like the uh, PlayStation Classic. So sad that that dropped. So,
1: but I will not lie; I did go see the uh, Sonic movie finally. How was it? I saw it. Honestly, dude, it was really good.
2: I I I thought it, I thought it was a lot better than what I expected. Especially especially happy that they redid Sonic from the original. Oh, it would, trailers. It would have
1: been a complete dumpster so fire. So bad at Sonic, like no jokes, like a complete utter dumpster fire. If but, they kept that first rendering. The Carrey
2: definitely uh, stole the movie.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, totally even they, stole like, the movie. if they didn't, but also it would have ruined the movie and ruined that performance. I think if they didn't go back and make Sonic look like Sonic, because right, <laughs> I, right. I, I think I think the mistake they were trying to kind of make him look like the uh, the voice actor, kind of give like mm-hmm. his portrayal a little bit, but uh, no. you can't do that with a character like of this caliber. No. You have to give him the no. classic yeah. look at least, within the real realm of the world, real world. And that's what they did. And I think they did it well uh, along with Jim Carrey's performance because, he, dude, he was like... It, it kind of felt like, oh, dude, Jim Carrey's back. Dude, yeah. Like
2: you, definitely. yeah it was, it, it was like, definitely a very kid-friendly movie. The humor was good at all ages and everything. It was like to where the kid, kids, even at a younger age, will definitely get it and understand. Yeah. And, all the older parents like will do the nostalgia and get it. Like I mean, when I went inside, there was so many families there. So many. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, I mean, it's. You it's see good the same Genesis it. Island from the yeah. first game, and it was just like, oh my God, like that's so cool. They made it real. And, you know, you get to see a little something at the very end where it gives you the classic looking Robotnik and a secondary character comes out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will not spoil that for you, but it's been, been enough time, but, um, yeah, it was just, it was just a genuinely like good video game movie. Like, and it's successful. I'm kind of proud. Oh, yeah, that, like,
2: yeah.
1: It's doing very well. I'm kind of happy about it,
0: which, yeah. And I think it is a good thing. It's become the, it is the number one grossing video game movie of all time so far. So, but legit, legit
1: video game like, oh yeah, not it's not really banking on Jim Carrey's like stardom because he's kind of the second lead, and unlike the everybody's go to the, the Laura Croft Tomb Raider movies with Angelina Jolie, when <laughs> she was <laughs> like at her prime, she could like she could star in anything and people would go and see it, See it. So like, I kind of feel yeah. like
0: those were except for at the time though. Angelina Jolie was the only one that could pull off that version of Laura Croft. True. But we still kind of got that caliber
1: of like video game movie. Not the that star power. It just wasn't, yeah. it wasn't as good. And like, it was banking on the star power. Yeah. Cause now so, they're going to, I hope they start taking video game movies more serious. Like, like superhero movies. Like these may well, be able to
0: work. Here's the thing, though. You say you hope they take video game movies seriously, but. Okay. Sorry, Marvel, Borderlands, take Marvel movies seriously. <laughs> I mean, Borderlands, <laughs> they want to get cosplayers to be in the movie so they can kill them in very violent ways.
2: Oh, jeez.
0: So,
1: any cosplayers who are, who are fans of Borderlands, I say do it. Because when, I mean, yeah. when, when well, they're going to get
2: paid... Even Borderlands, but I mean, like, even do, even think of a huge following type of game, like Call of Duty. So many people love the frickin' campaign stories for that. Can you yeah. imagine a movie of Call of Duty? A
0: legit one? Yes. Uh, yeah, but I would
2: think that would be pretty awesome. I
1: think so, too, but it kind of, like... Uh, I really yeah. hope they. I, I hope they they do it well. I, like I just hope they don't go
2: futuristic and, you know, I feel like I feel like immediately really having it because he'd get flashbacks of our games of Black mm-hmm. Ops Three and he's just gonna be twitching the entire movie. What's
0: <laughs> That's not entirely the problem. <laughs> okay, Theo, What's you up? need to. S- you need to send that TikTok to Jason so he can understand <laughs> yeah. what life would on
2: cod with Jason. Oh, all right, all right. I'll send I'll send it to him. So. <laughs> so yeah, it's the, I like that. He's like, what are you just talking one. about? I don't right? even
3: know. I, I, I'm so sorry. I don't understand it. what's going on with COD.
2: I don't own an Xbox. So.
1: Oh, oh that's a good one. A,
2: but, you know. Uh, I'm sorry, but COD is has an uprising on pc right now so you're failing sir you are failing <laughs>
1: it's not that he's failing times
2: have you changed failed the second you went a on a old, PC. um just, <laughs> just.
0: <laughs> anyway so let's talk about microsoft you know we don't talk about them a lot but there's also not been a lot to talk about them with um so let's get the games of gold out of the way um And we're getting so those with games of gold are getting Batman, the enemy within um, for the month of March, which that is the second of the telltale games for Batman. Um, I've personally only finished half of it. The story was lacking and it didn't keep me wanting to finish it. Um, I'm tempted to reinstall it to just push through it just so I can get the easy platinum. I, I really – I got the platinum for the first one, and it was really
1: enjoyable. I, um, I agree one. with you for the second one. Yeah. It went, it took a weird turn, and it kind of put me off it, but I kind of want to
0: – The second they made him be it Bruce Wayne going – trying to infiltrate the underground, that's where it lost yeah. me. Yeah, that was like, weird. Dude, this is dumb. But at the same time, that was when Telltale was also on their downswing towards bankruptcy. So – who knows what could have taken place there? Um, they're also doing Shantae Half-Genie Hero from March 16th to April 15th. Okay. Um, Castlevania Lord of Shadows 2 from March 1st to March 15th. Which I'm kind of jealous of that one. That one would be one I would want to play. Um, yeah, I would want to try. I've been wanting to try those before, too. And they are getting, um, for the other half of the month, Sonic Generations, which is a fantastic game.
1: Okay, another so, cash grab for the movie.
0: Yeah, the final but, cash grab for the movie. At least they're getting a couple of good games this month. Mm. True, you know, which true. They've been lacking for a true. So.
2: Better than all the ones that nobody knows. Right, exactly. Like that <laughs> T T racing
0: game or whatever it was last. This first, yeah. Yep. So let's let's talk about Series X this week. Phil Spencer actually took to Xbox Wire and wrote a nice little uh, blog post about um, series X. So I'm going to read from his article and then we'll go over all the specs, which are, are pretty nice for what they're looking at doing. Um, Phil writes, the future of gaming has never been in more inspiring. Creativity in games is flourishing. New services empower you to discover more games, that bring you closer to the games and creators and streamers. You love the cloud creates a massive opportunity stream console quality games, and play with the people you want, wherever you want. And for many of us, nothing is more inspiring than the dawn of a new console generation. We know we expect the next generation of consoles to set new standards in graphical power and processing speed, converging together in games that look incredible and feel alive. This will be defined by worlds that are visually astounding and immediately immersive with innovative leaps in CPU, GPU, and storage technology to give you frictionless access to new stories and new creators instantly. Uh, we've been using Series X in our internal take-home program, and are energized by the feedback we've been receiving. At Xbox, we value being open and transparent with you, and I'm proud to be able to share details about some of the technologies we're enabling for the next generation. And look forward to boldly sharing more as we head towards E3. So, let's look at those specs. So, first and foremost, the Series X is going to be a 10, or sorry, a 12 teraflop gpu that is a custom designed processor based on the amd zen 2 and our dna2 architectures uh 12 teraflops is twice that of the xbox one and eight times the power of the xbox one standard so 12 Hmm. teraflops okay cool but it's how is that used right I mean, you could go and say you have all the teraflops in the world, but if your architecture sucks, the processor is going to suck. Yeah. You know. So they're going to have um, variable rate uh, shading (VRS), which Microsoft is using a form of their patent; it's their own patented VRS that allows developers to prioritize individual effects for specific characters and/or environments instead of using GPU cycles for each pixel. Um, so they're hoping that this is going to lead to more stable frame rates and higher resolution, which anybody with an Xbox knows that that thing collapses frame rate like no other. You'll be in the middle of a battle, and all of a sudden it'll collapse you down to like 10 you know, frames per second, and then you're just bugged out. Mm-hmm. So um, they've, they are going to be using uh, hardware-accelerated uh, DirectX ray tracing, they're doing um, solid state drive, which we know PlayStation Five is already using. Um, mm-hmm. However, they've done it. It's a custom design solid state drive. They have not said, however, what size it will be. Um, and I personally think that if they do anything short of a terabyte, they're they're way off base. Oh because yeah, know, I would
2: imagine they'd start with 500K yeah.
1: as as a, as no, but as a standard. If standard should be a terabyte, not even five hundred. Absolutely, because of the size of the games, especially the way, the, especially the way the games are well, starting okay. to 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 come out now, they're coming out more and more
0: with more like talk memory about, required. Talk about COD, right? They released an update a couple weeks ago. It was a hundred gig update. Yeah, so yeah. COD <laughs> is pushing almost two hundred gig on consoles right now,
1: and the, and Jeez. Final Fantasy Seven is already going to be a hundred that's going to be a hundred gig for part one. So, um, so yeah, a terabyte needs to be at least standard for both consoles. Yep. So
0: the series X,
1: if possible, uh, upgradable,
0: like, so the quick, um, so quick resume is going to be used. Um, it's similar to what we already have on PS4, you know, where you can resume from a suspended state, essentially. Um, Oh, sweet. However, they're looking at being able to do it with multiple games. Um, oh, gee, so I'm not what? sure how. Yeah, they're saying that you're going to be able to have multiple games already kind of stacked up in queue that you can go jump into and pick right back up where you left off, which oh. that's big. Oh, that's too much. Um,
3: that's too much. You know, though.
0: but they haven't said how many games can be stacked at one time. Right. They could be saying multiple and that could just mean two because that technically is multiple. That is most cool. So, um, they are going to be using HDMI 2.1. So that'll allow them to use uh, utilize auto low latency mode and variable refresh rate. Uh, it's going to be 120 frames per second maximum frame rate support. Um, you know, this will—they're hoping this will allow the developers to push their games above 60 frames per second, which is kind of what we are accustomed to on on the consoles now. But honestly the naked eye cannot see really above 60 frames per second.
3: Yeah. yeah. Uh, just having stable, a stable 60 frame per second. Just a stable. Game, yep. Exactly. It sometimes it's uh, hard, but at the same time, it's just like, I want, I want that. That's, that's, yep. I will put my settings on super low so I can have a constant, nonstop stable 60 frames per second. Mm. You no, know, that's, That's what we all strive for, kind of.
0: (laughs) Right. Now, the last two things is kind of what we were talking about earlier with Square Enix in regards to backwards compatibility slash forward compatibility. So from a backwards compatibility standpoint, the system will be compatible with existing Xbox One games. But they're also bringing 360 and original Xbox games to the compatibility list. They will have improved resolution. And Xbox One accessories will also be compatible as well. Mm. Okay, so... Okay, that's they're, cool. I mean, the Xbox One is already backwards compatible with the 360 and the original, so the fact that they're still bringing that forward into the current gen, which is great, you know? But even accessories,
1: have that, have, that even means uh, controllers, hopefully, controllers. and headsets. And yep. So they don't have to be breaking the bank for buying multiple controllers again, too.
0: Yeah, and, and I think this is great because, I mean... Really, Microsoft and Phil Spencer are looking, I think, as Xbox as a platform now across the board, not just a console generation like Sony, right? PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, whatever. They're just Xbox. Series X just happens to be the current system, current, you know, whatever the current generation that we're on, whatever it is. Um, Now, the big one, though, that is curious and how they're going to do it is smart delivery. Which it I think this is, seems to be the most friendly uh, to gamers that Phil and his team could possibly be. And they have to make up for what Phil Matrick did with them at E3. But it basically means that you are going to get the right version of the game, regardless of the Xbox that you're using. So if you buy the game on, say, Xbox One, you get Series X, you're going to automatically get it upgraded into the current version. Now, as of right now, they plan to use it only on Xbox Game Studios titles. Um, now, other studios have the ability to do it. Um, CD Projekt Red came out um, this week in a Twitter right after all this was posted and said gamers should never have to buy a game multiple times. It should be one game and you're always getting whatever current version it is. Um and they've said that you know, for anybody that buys uh, Cyberpunk on Xbox One, if they go to uh, Series X, they will get the Series X upgraded version um, when it becomes available. Now they haven't said when that's really available, okay? But they've already said they'll go it; they'll get that to to them. So I I think that is that's interesting in that. Um, let me I'm gonna pull up exactly what Phil said in regards to that too, um, for smart delivery. So for for him, what he was saying is, you know, from the article is that they're like I said, they're making the commitment to this the title. So Halo Infinite is going to be a title that is going to be part of smart delivery. So you mm-hmm. can buy that on one, get it on Series X. Um and to him, it's ensuring you only have to purchase the title once in order to play the best available version for whichever Xbox console they choose to play on. This technology is available for all developers and publishers, and they can choose to use it for titles that will release on Xbox One first and come to Xbox Series X later. Hmm. So this is I mean it's huge. And I th- they needed to do something and oh, awesome. something big. Now, here's my thing is does it matter? Does it really yes. Does it really, really matter in in the grand scheme of things, right? Because here's the thing is, they haven't said if publishers are going to charge for it. They may, you know, instead of you rebuying a full game, they may charge you 15, 20 bucks to upgrade. Mm. You know, we don't know what the other publishers are going to do. Is this Mm going to be free? They haven't said about that either. Now... When they say make sure you buy a, a game, you're going to get the best available version, right? If I go out and buy Final Fantasy 13, right, for Xbox One or no, sorry, Xbox 360, does that mean I'm going to get an Xbox Series X version of it? Probably not, because Square Enix is probably not going to do a Series X version of that, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, true. So I I think it's they're they're dipping their their toe in the water. We need to see more details, which we'll get between now and E3, um, on exactly what the smart delivery is going to do. Obviously, they're they're leveraging the Azure cloud for Project X Cloud um, to deliver some of this stuff, right, and to house some of these upgraded versions. But I don't see it really mattering that much, per se. Because the consoles are already going to be backwards compatible, so you know they're going to have some sort of upscaling, anyways. Um, and a lot of people that are going to be wanting to bring their games along, right, are going to be wanting full backwards compatibility. Which, if I think if Sony drops, hey, we're full backwards compatibility all the way back to the one, that's going to be huge, mm. yeah. But I don't know if it's relevant
1: enough to. Make any big of an impact, especially for like the PS One and PS Two games. I think so many people have upgraded. Retros become
0: more of a fad than an actual movement. Um, so actually, if you look at like the Final Fantasies, people mm-hmm. are going back to play the originals. They're trying to hunt down PlayStation TVs to mod them. They're trying. They're hunting down old you know PS Ones and everything just to be able to play those games. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, good, good though. I just There's don't think it should be an important
3: thing for no. the current gen. Not. it's not an important thing for the current gen, but it is a big thing for the next gen. Uh, the reason why I'm saying that is because it's like after selling games for a few years, you know, you get those <laughs> collector values of, like, looking for a rare game that was only on the Xbox or only on PlayStation 1 or 2. Oh, I get that.
1: I I mean, I get the collector value. I just mean, like, I just hope it doesn't uh, set back the PS5 logistics-wise
3: and power-wise. It's it's just just the fact If if it's going to be upgradable to the next one, you know, like, i don't think that they're gonna go super hard on getting all the like old old xbox xbox 360 ones right but the the current xbox one games i think a lot of them are because people look for those deals or like hey if a game goes out of like print Mm -hmm. for a certain Mm -hmm. game i don't know like i don't know the xbox rotation but if a game goes out of print you know you need that physical copy and you can get that upgraded like that's going to be revolutionary oh, okay, especially yeah. if you play a game if you put a game like like 150 hours plus on it and you love that game you know you you're you're uh-huh. you're going to upgrade it regardless of how much it costs regardless yeah. if it's free uh, you know that's going to be a huge like impro- Im- improvement plus like those graphics, I don't know if they're going That's to stay true. the same. If they're going to be upgraded, uh, for sure. Since the process is harder, it's going to be a lot more cleaner, a lot more crisp. But you're gonna, you're gonna, ninety percent of the games that you're going to have already, if they're upgradable, you're going to upgrade them. You're gonna, you're gonna use all that that gig just to like say, hey, dude, this is the yeah. game. This is my jam. You know, and, I and think- uh, the old games, that's, that's maybe the old games barely even take like uh, a gig of memory, you know. So yeah. that's just going to be even easier for like me playing Jet Set Radio Future on the Xbox, and then playing it all the way into the the uh, the new, the next gen
0: uh-huh. Series X. So I think you know, I think, you got a point there. Yeah, you're right. Here's my thing with that is I think they may be trying to make, help this push you know project x cloud or going digital right because there's still that rumor out there that they're gonna have an all digital version of the series x that's not kind yeah. of a dry, uh, hard drive or anything but if you're pushing all digital right so regardless of what system you're on you're automatically going to be playing whatever version of that game is best for that console mm. and you can do it easily through digital versus having to physically do the discs and everything um it's interesting. I mean, it's a great idea, and I give I give Microsoft a whole hell of a lot of props for coming up with it. I definitely want to see more on how they plan to do it. And when they say you're gonna be you're gonna get that best available version, is there an upgrade charge?
1: Yeah, I'm interested yeah.
0: as well. That's yeah. You're right. It is interesting. Okay,
1: that's the key point. Um, Yeah. yeah. No, but I mean you make, you make a good point. I get I, I I agree.
2: I think the biggest thing for me is <laughs> like the the purpose of the upgrade is in my mind primarily compatibility, but you're putting in an uh, potentially putting in an older game that's just compatible to Xbox One X. And that's just gonna continue to bottleneck the system even though the system isn't that great as it is, anyways.
0: Yeah, and that's a valid point too.
2: Even with with the specs that they're at, Xbox One X being a brand new console is two generations behind uh, GPU power-wise.
0: Yeah, Mm. compared to where even PCs are at right now.
2: Oh, wow. Yeah, their their GPU power and CPU power is equivalent to an Intel i3, uh, which is still absolutely horrible, but good for a budget and a GTX 1060, which right now you can get for probably if you j- like just go on eBay or Craigslist, you can definitely get under a hundred bucks. So you could probably make an Xbox X equivalent mm-hmm. in PC right now for well less than five hundred dollars.
0: Which, oh, wow. to that point uh, cost-wise right now, so like the Series X, there's people that are speculating this thing may launch at 599 based on everything that they're talking about doing with it. Good. Right. Do that. Do that, Microsoft. I, I'm <laughs> feeling that Xbox that. This way PS5 and,
2: gets all the sales. <laughs>
0: and that's the funny thing. I was kind of talking about that. Um, because Sony learned their mistake. <laughs> learned from their mistake. Yeah, it's called the PS3. Um, <laughs> I and that's the thing is, I think they, Phil did a great job. I mean, he's trying to really turn back around Xbox, right? Because Xbox absolutely dominated the 360 PS3 era. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely dominated. As much as I And hated. then, yeah, that's and so then Matrix comes out and goes, well, you know what? You're going to get a Kinect whether you like it or not. Mm. Um. No. He said, you're going to yeah. have to always check in 24 hours. every 24 hours. Your console's got to check in. And really screwed up Xbox for the entire generation.
1: Oh,
3: yeah.
0: yeah. The, well, what screwed up Xbox
3: for the entire
1: how much, generation? How much is the return credit on my Xbox?
3: <laughs> no, what screwed up the entire Xbox generation 360? Like, they killed it in sales. They killed it, like, yeah. oh, all my, the, the way the until... Wreck. Until we got the red ring, uh, the red ring. Red
2: ring red came red out, red. oh man, here it comes. God, that was the worst year, wasn't it, Jason? Red which, ring. Of which,
3: of- I freaking hated that. Here's I hated goes. that year. It's what? What? Of- what Xbox 360 did you buy? Oh, this is the fourth one I'm buying right now. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh dang! Oh
0: dang! Fourth did, one, did, dude. I'm on six. Like they did a computer tray for the CD-ROM. You know, so the disc tray yeah. slides out, right? So that's that's strike one right there. Two they advertise that you could stand that thing straight up. Yeah. Strike two. Mm. Then what they didn't tell you is if you slightly bump that, that disc is going to get nailed by the laser eye and just etched.
1: Yeah. That's why I always put mine down. I always kept it down. It was
0: so bad to the point with Xbox 360 games when I was at Blockbuster. We were showing the customer the disc and saying – here it is. There is no ring of death in this, and we were commenting their account because if that came back with a ring of death in it, we were charging them for it. Because, oh wow, smart. Because, here's the thing is those, yeah. like they'd bring back these discs, right? They're trashed, you can't play them anymore. We didn't reserve well, them, we defected them out. No, you can't because where they were a lot of the times where it was getting notched is right there with the load up screens. I get it. No, but
1: so we, we had something that actually fixed the disc. What's actually got us well, a lot of
3: business.
0: Hold on though. The problem with those is though, is they would only um, resurface the top part. If that etching was down into the multiple other layers, even if you resurfaced it, the disc was trashed. Totally true. So yeah, yeah.
1: It, I, there were times where I, that's yeah. happened where we've had to give give that news and that news is that is that is <laughs> no, not no. that is no, not as bad as oh my god Jason and Neither I know, was, like oh crap like dude were you able to fix it? Like nah bro they they like they send it's
0: all the way down to the like actual disc. Yeah oh, like, crap. I like, like I would this mum's gonna that, pitch like, it
1: like, hey, already like
0: <laughs> you owe sixty you owe sixty bucks for GTA four, right? You know, it's uh, like what do you mean yeah. I owe that much? Well Bring it down. No, there isn't. I was like, well, "Well, hold on. I was like, we showed you the disc before you left. Here's your disc now. It's trash. Our
1: (laughs) our problem was the worst thing is like we had this industrial uh, uh, cleaner for specifically those discs. And um, the problem was uh, our boss would like, no, don't even worry about it. No matter what you bring it in, it will fix it for you. But oh, <laughs> but there are times when like um, I'm sorry, but we like this is done. We can't fix it. Like why? You like your boss said. Like I get it, but your kid like singed. Like explaining this to the parents, they would just look at me with like the most disdain, and oh. then but then look at their kid or whoever and just be. I'm not buying another game, but then they would buy another game and then I would just have like the biggest smile on my face. Just like it just sucks though, but yeah, 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 dealing with those customers. Jason yeah. and I like they would come yeah. with all the hope in the world like, "Dude, can you fix it? Can you fix it?" Like, "Sorry, man, we can't. It's done."
0: Yep. <laughs> so to end his to end Phil's blog post, right? Um he ends it going out with Xbox Series X is our fastest, most powerful console ever, designed for a console generation that has you at its center. This means a high-fidelity gaming experience enclosed in a quiet and bold design with the ability to discover thousands of games across four generations, all with more playing and less waiting. Whether it's empowering amazing amazing creators at our 15 Xbox Game Studios, fueling game discovery with Xbox Game Pass, or expanding what and where you can play with Project S Cloud, Team Xbox stands with for frictionless pathways between players and the best experiences a remarkable art form has to offer series X represents that same commitment for players who want immediate immersion in games, but also look and feel better than ever. We can't wait to share more details about the new Xbox with you in the coming months. So yeah, I mean, Phil's doing what he needs to do. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, honestly though, I think he fed Sony enough details where Sony, I think can finally kind of give us a reveal event mm-hmm. and at least give us a little bit more detail on what the, the five is going to do. We'll see. I, I, to be quite honest,
1: I could, I, I could take it or leave it like either way. They're all, they're always going to be close to each other. Oh yeah. It's, it always goes down to preference. I really just want to know what it looks like and what their controllers are going to look like too?
0: Yeah. I think we still need some basic information like the Xbox, like Xbox revealed on the Series X. But at the same time, you know, it, it is what it is. And I, yeah. it is going to come down to game preference because honestly, the first the now first party studios with Xbox, not a single one of them I really care about because they don't they haven't produced great games outside of Double Fine. That's the only right. studio within their stable that I think is constantly putting out great games. Also, um,
1: this is a personal note to uh, Double Fine. Please bring back Brutal
0: Legend. <laughs> Brutal, Legend <laughs> 2, Brutal, Brutal Legend 2, please. Brutal Legend 2. So it, you realize they do that. It's, it'll be an Xbox Series X exclusive if they do.
2: Probably.
3: And I'll play it at Jerry's house.
1: <laughs> if I buy yeah, if I buy the Xbox.
0: So, anyways, so with that, um, we had one listener comment from last week. Oh. And, uh, Jerry, it was kind of your direction.
2: Uh, uh-oh. <laughs> Somebody flirted Jerry.
0: Part of me likes that
3: it's always directed towards Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one because, of these days, I'm going to hear me Theo, and I'm like, oh, no.
0: Theo doesn't give him enough, in for, you know, enough to hang himself with. But, no, Newman said... You're welcome, um, everybody. I feel like
2: I give plenty to hang myself with, but I just take it and I will absolve it, whereas yes. Jerry gets affected by it. Yep, so
0: Newman said... <laughs> It From was. the sounds of it, we have a good option for Jerry cosplaying Colossus. Oh. And he could just make that sound all day. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he did agree, though, wait, wait. after a third that, reboot. Give it on. up. Yeah.
3: Jerry, what uh, was that sound?
0: What was the Colossus sound bit? Uh,
2: why? <laughs> Let's do it. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? I feel, I feel like that so was closer to <laughs> Chewy than it was Colossus.
0: What was, was a, that? I said he was a poor no, man's wookiee that couldn't no, pull dude. the arms out of the sockets when it blew oh The Colossus God.
1: character in the arcade, remember? He was special move because he like his
0: he would let out his radiation in the air. Yeah, I don't really? think Theo played that. That may have been Yo, like I did not. back when Theo was in diapers when that game came out. Um, dude, dude, it was one of the coolest arcades next to, like, Turtles in Time. Yeah. Oh, Turtles brother. in Time. was. Just, Jerry, Jerry, Jerry uh, had that sound soundbite just picking <laughs> Colossus with a what? <laughs> Maybe we just need to make that our official, like, ringtone for the podcast.
1: Um, that should be the sound when we, so- when we sign off of, like, uh like live events like all right we'll 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 tune in next time <laughs> like be our soundbite
2: <laughs> no I'm gonna sample Magic it and I'm gonna play it like every time somebody says something weird and just go
1: <laughs> 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 but we should get the actual soundbite of like the Colossus yell from the game. That would yeah. be so funny. But yeah that's <laughs> that's so, that's a good one. So since uh,
0: Theo was gone last week, um, Theo, uh, did you get any gaming in, or were you just playing with your computer the whole time?
2: Uh, no, I was mainly prepping for my tournament. I did not get much of my PC done. It is still in the works of being transferred cases and everything like that. So mainly it was archery then, but no gaming. Mm. Uh, however, I did pick up uh, Mega Man Zero and... Uh, or. And CX Legacy oh, you did? On Switch. Oh, right? I, Switch with it. I did okay. pick that up. It's getting really good ratings. I, I, I loved the series back in the yeah. day, so I, I'm excited to, to load that up.
1: That's awesome. Jason?
2: Uh, you
0: know, uh, to all where's the fans that, out there, to all the where's viewers. Our, where's, our, where's our Catherine... Platinum count. Or, <laughs> yeah, oh,
3: where are it, we? It's it's done. The platinum. I was about to take a picture and send that to you guys. Oh, you, and just it, like, man. you know, nice. nice, nice. You got the platinum. Uh, I thought uh, he had to platinum. stop every ten minutes to cool, cool off. <laughs> <I don't> no, <know. laughs> I just I just like that the uh, platinum is uh, full bodied. You know, it's uh... oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> yes uh, it It's was got good, curves in know. the right
2: places. <laughs> oh yeah!
3: Oh yeah! <laughs> But uh, I'm planning them down on that. So right now I'm just taking a break from the PlayStation um, playing, just playing Mega Man. Uh, I got to, I'm going to start up Bayonetta 2 because mm-hmm. Bayonetta 3 is right around the corner ish. I got to do Bayonetta 2. So I got that for the Switch. Kind of queued up after Mega Man. Just having fun with it here and there.
1: Nice. Oh, cool. mm-hmm. Jerry? Uh, finish Darksiders. Uh, I'm about to finish I got sidetracked and uh, saw this epic deal for uh, Sleeping Dogs. <laughs> Not oh, close. <laughs> kind of the same genre, but only a generation later. Uh, sleeping Dogs for four forty nine.
2: Okay, nice. Yeah. So totally like,
1: on that, and like, uh, as soon as I bought it, started playing it. I'm almost done, so. I'm I'm going to finish that game, and then I'm going to get back to my. I'm gonna. I'm going to fess up and start second.
3: Okay, I'm gonna. Yeah, play I think I'm going
1: to start. We, it. we, need, to start it we
3: okay. need to start at the same time. We need I'm to no start it at the same time. We need to start at the same I, difficulty. I feel
1: like I need some support with this game. So yes, thank you. I will take yeah.
2: that. You need emotional Let's, support. Hold on. Let's though. set
1: up a day. I think. Oh, Let's set up a day.
2: Dude,
3: hold on, I, I'm, I'm
1: telling you, dude. If you want to see me rage, I know this game is gonna get me to rage. I know it. But Jesus, we, need to, we need to set
3: level? up a day that way we start what? on the same day and then we're going okay. to have this little like same difficult. I'll play on normal. I'll play on normal for you.
2: Okay, thank Ooh. you. <laughs> oh my God. you I you feel dare. like Jason just threw down and Was like, I'm I I'm going to do the handicap just so I'm at the same level as you, you know Jerry. what? I'm
0: going to take that. give me your shouldn't hand. Since you shouldn't you play that on easy then and not normal? <laughs> Ooh, see, <laughs> very
1: okay that, that was that was a little below the belt i mean, I, I, I can play games man like normal is fine mm-hmm. uh-huh. i just think this game is a bit different i just think it's a little different
2: i want to i want to pool our listeners in comments please put in comment how long you think before jerry goes from normal to easy mode <laughs>
1: <laughs> so- <laughs> and not tell Jason about it.
0: <laughs> Theo just says he was asking for help.
1: Jason I already got past that part. How'd you
0: get past that part?
1: <laughs> yeah, I just I put in the time, bro. I just put in the time. <laughs> oh, no, dude, I needed five less like health potions.
3: Like just No, this, this the good thing the good thing about PlayStation is that I can watch Jerry
0: as that, he's playing. Like, yo,
3: bro.
1: Yeah, wow.
3: hey, bro. put
1: it
0: back to like, damn. Okay, back to normal. And and at that point, Jerry's gonna need to bust out the uh, knee pads of allure to get Jason to help him because Jason's gonna be at a higher level. So, uh, uh, but yeah, Jay, we'll, see,
3: we'll Jerry, we'll set up a does, day they, like maybe. Jerry doesn't maybe we'll get the do
0: like reference. The what? Jerry doesn't get the Munchkin reference. The old knee pads of allure. No, I don't get that one. See, Theo remembers oh. what I can what I do with those.
2: But Basically, no, you and your freaking tuba can go shove those freaking knee pads of allure up your butt.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> so you you you're, you're, have you never played munchkin with us? No, we oh, not That oh that one time,
2: yeah, Just that okay. one time. Yeah, dude. so he like always gets this freaking tuba for one but then then we finally like exiled that card just because of that yeah and and so now he always gets this card knee pads of allure which even shows this like woman like oh my god come hither come hither young uh warrior so it's like every time that he needs like help attacking a creature he can force you to do it Oh, that's a Oh, and so like even if it's going to kill him, he or and he can bring you in and take you down with him. Oh, that's a good card. <laughs> or
0: if I really wanted to, I can bring them in, make them fight for me.
2: Oh, and I then you escape. Him. You do that all the time. Oh. <laughs> that's a good card, man. Especially with his tuba cuz the tuba yeah. gives you a plus 1 for your escape roll. <laughs>
0: Oh Um. yeah, so like, (laughs) I would have to bomb. Like, I would have to basically bomb my roll.
2: Yes, there was a number of times that he got the tuba and another one, so it was like plus two, and the escape minimum is four. So (laughs) it it didn't matter. And it was a six. No, no, it's four. It's four. Mm-hmm. i remember yes, mm-hmm. yes i remember this so and still it's a six it's a six-sided die so he's got mm-hmm. plus two to his escape roll so it's an automatic escape every time oh,
0: yeah. oh, i had it God. so set up and like i would sometimes just go hey i'm gonna i'm gonna leave the battle i'm gonna run away i'm gonna take my treasure on the way out
2: uh, and- <laughs> however however he still would get pissed that Eva and I would team up against him with that stuff on that's okay, <laughs> part of it bro part of, they of the they would game.
0: team up on me from level 1 I didn't that's even right. get started that's right <laughs> I would be getting shit <laughs> yeah it's it's great and definitely uh, Munchkin is going to have to get broken out once, once you're out here yeah
2: well, I'm hey, as well, hey. as well as yes, you know, I am bringing with me. I have it in my car, so do you?
0: Well, we I, can bust it out eighty-three.
2: Uh, as well as when I get out there, I'm bringing with me uh, for more Eva specifically uh, cards against muggles. You're bringing cards oh, against oh, muggles oh. with you? Yes.
0: Okay, that ought to be sure. fun. So, so yeah. What do you, as Matt? As Matt I want, what is you your game playing? playing?
3: Not uh at any time how how first how how are the rock doing
0: how
3: are the rock um, <laughs> so, um
0: well you know anybody who has watched my feed on what what i'm playing um can see that i've gone like three and seven my last 10 games because yeah i can't hold the lead sucks i'm hitting <laughs> that drown trying but i'm still nine and a half games up on the dodgers <laughs> are you getting closer to the playoff season or? yes i am halfway through august so i've got what september and then half of august left so it's like 30 games something like that
3: 34 yeah, I, so. I know you're kind of close-ish
0: well i need to i need to get that done through the playoffs and finished um for wherever i finish in the playoffs so when mlb 20 launches i can just keep on going but, uh, no, it was a lot of division. All right. Um, finally, at a gear score 500, I upgraded my BTSU data gloves to the 500 set, so all their powers are upgraded, which is great, because then I can keep debuffing everything. <laughs> oh, nice. Um, played a little kill zone. Oh, that's oh, yeah. interesting. Killzone Shadowfall. Oh, yeah. And then um, Horizon Zero Dawn on Ultra Hard.
2: Oh, yeah. How's that going?
0: Oh, um, So the regular part of the game, just fine. Cruising along. Died once. Um, decided to go up in frozen wild. Yeah, that's <laughs> a mistake. I am getting all sorts of smacked all over the place. I bet. So... But other than that, no, that's pretty much what I've been playing. Um, yes. Now, that being said, to give our listeners some news, as we kind of alluded to, um, yes, we will officially be going to E3. Um, however, uh, we as a team will be going as media. So this is this is something we've been uh, working towards. So we will be able to get um, more in-depth, hopefully, uh, reviews and stuff for you, everybody once we get to E3 um thank you to all the listeners
2: by
1: the way thank yes. you to you guys there absolutely we wouldn't have gotten ours. here with without any of you so thank you all so much absolutely this absolutely is get, this is absolutely. gonna be a new experience for us but we're also gonna try to bring a new experience to you we're gonna try and get some new equipment and actually um bring an interview process to our videos and um, try and live interviews on the floor and whatnot with uh, Mm -hmm. whatever, whatever voice actors we can get or definitely exclusive, you know, with game devs and, and uh, people of that sort. And hopefully some of you, the listeners or just gamers.
2: Yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll be wearing our crashing game night shirts. You'll be able to see us Mm. probably finally put, some faces to the voices, if you haven't seen mm-hmm. any of our YouTube videos. Yes, But so. you should be watching our YouTube videos. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, to you Even our TikTok. Yep. And to top that off, um, we are going to be having uh, Bree White, the voice of Aerith in FF7 Remake, is going to be joining us as a special guest here um, next week, hopefully. Uh, and Ooh. then also one of the big uh, Final Fantasy Seven streamers, Soldier First Class, which um, he does a lot of stuff a lot of the reviews and stuff leaking news and whatnot for ff7 um nice. so when this the the voice actors for ff7 know this guy i mean that's that's the thing so um wow. he's gonna be joining us as well um and yeah we've got more stuff that'll be lined up so big news though is that we will be at e3 um being able to give you guys a bit more insight into how everything is and hopefully the show isn't really that bad of a (laughs) dumpster fire that uh you know it could very well be so with uh with that being said i want to thank everybody for crashing game night with us tonight Uh, as always if you like with churd please hit that subscribe button on the whatever platform you were listening to us on leave those comments um make sure to follow us on cgn podcast on twitter cgn matt for myself Uh, We also, like we mentioned, we've got TikTok now under Crashing Game Night. We'll start getting some stuff uploaded to that as well. Um, And then CrashingGameNight.com where we have all our articles that feed into Apple News Channel as well. Um, So if you're interested, we have that article for the Xbox specs up on the website as well. So you can go check that out as well. I want to say everybody be excellent to each other and stay frosty.
1: A huge thank you to all of you freaking nerds out there. We love you. All you crashing game night listeners, thank you all. Um, we're very excited for this year, and very excited for E3 to bring some new, new footage your way, new, new and, and exciting news uh, in the in the gaming sphere. So uh, thank you gaming all. Gaming
3: sphere.
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. TTFN. Ta-ta for now.